Okay, I'm here at uh, Casual Connect, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, my name's uh, Ali Moise. I'm one of the founders of Peanut Labs. Um, and, and what's Peanut Labs about? Uh, Peanut Labs is a monetization company that we've, we focus on uh, research primarily, and we tie research to uh, in-game virtual currencies and uh, virtual economies. So microtransactions, essentially. And so, so pretty much then for MMOs, or is it any type of game, or what? Uh, we have a wider spectrum of uh, partners than some of the other uh, players in the space. So we work with MMOs, we work with casual game companies, we work with uh, social media game companies, we work with blogging sites like LiveJournal, Six Apart, Sanga, we work with dating sites like OkCupid. Um, so it's a, it's a slightly broader demographic. Um, but gaming is really, I feel like, one of the sweet spots for the industry. Where, you, know. you know, so... So you're saying that people could use your service even if they don't have a game. So it can be just anything with virtual currency, any situation where they have virtual currency or a virtual economy. Yeah, absolutely. So Zanga, you know, they're one of the oldest blogging sites on the internet. They're a good example. So they give out Zanga credits to users to upgrade their profiles, add new features, more storage, more photos, more skins. Um, and you can either pay for them or get them for free by doing online surveys and research or ads with us. Yeah, and can you talk about the specific types of surveys? I mean, is it kind of like the other traditional offers that you see in um, some of the other competitors in your space, or are these different types? So what really sets Phoenix Labs apart from uh, the other players in the space is I feel like fundamentally there are two kinds of inventory um, that make up most of the market. There are research surveys and then there are online ads. So research surveys are five to ten minute online surveys, no marketing, no lead generation, pure anonymous research from Fortune 500 brands and research agencies. So people like P&G, Unilever, Procter & Gamble, you know, uh, Microsoft, AT&T, Nielsen, Comscore, those guys, where uh, they're actually getting value out of your anonymous opinion and putting that together to size markets and new market data. That's one market. Uh, the other market is lead generation, CPA. Um, and so we focus on the research market. We also do the lead gen. Uh, but over the last three years, I've spent you know three years and five million dollars building up a roster of clients on the research side um, that exclusively do a lot of this research with us. So then, so then the players don't necessarily have to get spammed or anything else when they fill out these surveys because it's purely research or something else like that. Is that that's the exactly yeah. I mean that's exactly the value proposition. So two examples. One is let's say a new Hollywood movie comes out. Uh, uh, Universal Studios might come to us and say, here are five different trailers for the movie. Uh, Peanut Labs, go and interview 100,000 people, help us figure out what the best uh, trailer should be. That will increase our sales the most. Uh, because, you know, they're talking millions of dollars, right, sure. uh, for opening day weekend, and uh, a good or bad trailer can be can be like a $10 million difference on a Friday night. So they spend a lot of money doing research, and um, Procter & Gamble, for example, does uh, spends about $200 million a year uh, trying to figure out how to market their products and how to make them better. So you mentioned that gaming is the sweet spot. How would a game developer use your service to make money? Um, and to keep their players happy too, so they don't alienate them with bad offers or something else like that. So one of the primary reasons game companies work with us is because they feel surveys are more sustainable than offers long term, because offers tend to churn and burn users, whereas surveys are more sustainable. So the larger the company, the more likely, the more quality focused they are, and the longer uh, uh, their horizon is. 
so um, for companies that companies like you know Electronic Arts or Acclaim Games that we work with, um, they uh, you know they wor work with our surveys and tie them into the virtual currency. So the use cases, so you you know players playing one of their games on Acclaim Games, they're playing Nine Moons, and they want a fancy new sword, yeah. and they don't want to pay for it, which is the case for 95% of users in free-to-play games. So they take a five-minute online survey. Um, our clients pay us, we pay a claim, and a claim gives the user, uh, you know, the sword. Now, can can players make as much coin filling out these research surveys compared to actually doing the tr the trial offers or something else like that? I mean, do they have to just fill out a lot more surveys? How does that work? Uh, so the surveys pay out slightly less when you compare it to an offer average because, I mean, uh, you know, with marketing, like credit card companies will pay out sometimes a hundred bucks a lead if somebody fills out a credit card form. Sure. Uh, survey companies don't pay out that much, but the conversion rates are about three to four x higher for surveys than for offers because you're not entering your information, you're not entering your credit card, you're not getting marketed or spammed. So the conversion rates are much higher. So let's say a game developer wants to get started and use um, surveys as part of their offering to generate revenue. How would they do that uh, with your company? So it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, you can get in touch with me or any of our people, or you can go to our site, peanutlabsmedia.com, and just create an account. The process is self-service, automated. You can be up and running in 20 minutes. Okay. And do you have any suggestions on things that game developers can do to make sure that more players actually fill out the surveys? I mean, have you seen? Do you have best practices for ways that uh, player that developers can monetize their um, game much more effectively with surveys without alienating their audience? Uh, sure. I mean, I think um, there are probably like 30, 40, 50 things out there that you can do, and a lot of it has already been covered by uh, some of our competitors, and you know, you've done a good job in your book as well, covering a lot of these things. Uh, but stuff unique to surveys and offers is uh, something that's not being done very well is... Uh, uh, surveys and offers could be tied more closely to in-game progress for a character so rather than just generic earn virtual currency uh, uh, game developers could make it a more integrated part of their quest quest line or storyline um, there are also ways to segment users and uh, target them based on demographic information so what we, we, we provide about 14 different pieces of demographic information sure. to all of the partners we work with and they can use that to uh, better target users. So for example, age, sex, gender, location, income, ethnicity, education level. So we collect all this stuff because we do research on these users. Sure. And so we'll provide all this information to you so you can better segment and target. And when you talk about actually integrating the survey um, into the character's progress in the game, do you just mean that a certain area of the game is blocked out until they fill out a survey? or? or how exactly would a game developer designer integrate the survey uh, in conjunction with the progress for an RPG character? Uh, so I mean, you know, that's just one example. We have uh, an API where you can take our uh, inventory and program it and put it into different parts of your game. But yeah, locked content is one area. Um, uh, typically, you know, uh, it, things in game that you are already charging for are a good substitute for this. Um, and also, uh, uh, you know, level progression, um, uh, rare items, um, and episode, you know, so a lot of game developers also uniquely uh, release limited content every yeah. week. Uh, so, you know, 
5,000 editions of a particular orb or a cloak or a spell or a new gun that are not going to be available again next week and they feel that doing this on a regular basis helps boost their revenues. Now they can either charge for it, they can run it through surveys, offers, um, or they can do all of the above. Okay. And have you ever seen people lock the content behind surveys then? Um, so it's like to get this special item you'd actually have to fill out a survey? And have you seen any results or positive results compared to that? I have seen uh, developers uh, do uh, lock stuff behind microtransactions in general. So not just surveys and offers, but surveys, offers, and payments. So that people get, you know, as a user, what you don't want is you don't want to limit uh, the choice of payment options. Uh, so I have seen them, you know, offer all of the options. Okay. Um, any last words then for game developers who want to make money then off yeah. surveys and, you know, make more revenue from their games? Uh, try it out, you know, I mean, everyone has their marketing pitches, uh, but you're never really going to know um, until you try different partners out. Uh, but also what I'd suggest is looking at churn rate in addition to ECPM and revenues, because what you don't want is you're making, you know, five bucks of a user, but you've lost them forever, as opposed to you're making ten dollars from a user, uh, but you're going to keep them for a while. Um, so look at churn rate, look at customer support complaints, look at how fast uh, you are losing users by running certain kinds of ads uh, and take that into account when picking partners. Thank you very much.